You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Any experienced writer and journalist will tell you that R&D stands for rejected and dejected room. That's where your failed manuscripts and stories go. But R&D is critical for the South African recovery and reform story underway at the moment. R&D plays a central role in advanced economies in areas like uh, economic growth and job creation and industrial competitiveness. Uh, From a sample of 15 OECD countries, including the US, it's estimated that any 1% increase in R&D spending could grow the economy by 0.61%. This means that as countries invest more in R&D, their economies grow faster. And obviously, public policy has a key role to play in increasing innovation and R&D investments uh, through incentives. I'm joined now by Moiketsi Marumo, Associate uh, Director at Cova Advisory, which advises firms on things like incentives. Uh, Moiketsi, welcome back to the show. What does the innovation funding landscape currently look like? And what economic impact has the COVID-19 pandemic had on this landscape. Michael, thank you very much for having me again. Uh, look, uh, the business confidence is low. Um, unemployment rate has skyrocketed. Um, we are seeing a number of companies uh, going to be cutting their R&D spending. I mean, currently, when you look at the government, government, I mean, they've been trying to juggle priorities. Uh, R&D uh, spending within the government has been cut. Uh, you look at the DTI programs, uh, they've already started uh, budget cuts uh, to reprioritize uh, money for other COVID-19 related needs like your PPE, social grants. So the landscape has, has, has actually changed and, and, and it's going to be quite challenging for, for most businesses that would want to spend money on R&D activities. Why is innovation funding just so critical now in this post-COVID-19 world that we inhabit? Look, I mean, where we are right now as a business also, we needed to be very agile. Uh, You know, uh, what it means is that for for an ordinary business person out there, they need to be very responsive, very agile. Uh, They need to change. They need to adapt. Um, uh, They need to look at what is working, uh, what things are going to be uh, making easier for the clients and, and what things are not necessarily working. Uh, businesses are forced to reassess their business model. I mean, when the pandemic hit us, we are all grappling with uh, the, 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 the fourth industrial revolution. So, so we are, you know, at the point where we have to reconsider our business model as business people. And if you look at incentives, governments are currently trying to look at the incentive levers that it can use to help companies with innovation. What kinds of incentives are available from national government to promote innovation? There are two departments which are playing in this space. Uh, One is the Department of Trade and Industry and Competition and the Department of Science and Innovation. So the DTIC has got two um, programs. One is for support uh, for industrial innovation, and the other one is technology and human resource uh, industrial program. And from the Department of Science and Technology, they do have a a tax incentive to support research and development and to support all those uh, related activities around research and development. But the challenge of most of these is that uh, for any startup project that would want to access these, these particular programs, uh, they would require upfront funding like any other 
startup to actually match up what the, uh, the government will be putting in place. If you look at the amount that we're currently spending on R&D as a country, I know for a while there's been a policy to try and up that to um, uh, over 1%. If you look at countries like Israel, innovation leaders, uh, South Korea or Singapore, they're probably closer to about 4%. Where do we currently stand in terms of what we're spending as a country on R&D? I mean, as a country, business with you is that there has been actually a dip in terms of where we are standing. I mean, uh, we have been seeing more money that government is putting in place, but in terms of the money that most companies are supposed to be spending on R&D, I think we are sitting, as government is sitting at about 50%, and the private sector is sitting at about 41% of the money that they are using to spend on R&D. Which is really not good enough. Why yeah. should government uh, be stepping up its uh, its role here? Surely it's just up to business. If they want to be competitive, uh, why does government need to boost its support for research and development? Look, I mean, I think as you just indicated now, that if you look at other economies, for for, for you to promote growth and investment, uh, uh, one has to invest in, those, in, in, in R&D. Um, so, so government has got a role to play in ensuring that, you know, they, they, they put more money on research and development to promote growth and, and investment in the economy. If you're not finding that from government, are there private funding options available for technology innovators in particular? Look, I mean, the, the, the biggest challenge that you find is that uh, at any stage of any innovation, especially for startups, you know, there's not much uh, funding that is available. Um, but the good news is that, I mean, the Department of Science and Technology has introduced a new fund. It's called an innovation fund to, to fund uh, early stage innovation. Um, so, so that is good news. Uh, the government has put up to about uh, close to uh, a region of about uh, 1.5 billion over the MTF period actually uh, capacitate that particular fund. So in the private sector itself, you know, uh, you still have, you know, small uh, venture capital uh, that, that, that can play in any stage, but most of you know, the private sector fund, they would want to participate at the expansion stage of innovation. And also looking for equity in exchange for that. I know Section 12J yeah. has been a shining example of uh, government success, but also uh, government incentivize that uh, as yeah. well. Uh, how do companies fund innovation projects uh, in the aftermath of COVID-19 while you're dealing with uh, all of the difficulties of the economic downturn and with some companies uh, even facing retrenchments right now, it might seem anathema to be pouring money into things like uh, R&D. It is going to be a, a moment task. Uh, it's going to be a challenging for most companies to start prioritizing for innovation. Uh, as I said, I mean, uh, even government is starting to reduce their own spending. But but one could still say, you know, it is it is it cannot be business as usual uh, to remain competitive. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to look at the alternative ways. Companies will have to look at the alternative ways. As I've already indicated, there is money that has been set aside for government to support early stage innovation. So, so for me, I think technically R&D is one area which will help to trigger and sustain the recovery going forward.
to make sure that the South African economy isn't uh, uh, rejected and dejected either. Moiketi Marumo, Associate Director at Cove Advisory on the importance of investing in R&D if you want to be an innovation-led business and uh, with some insights into uh, some of the uh, incentives that are available both in the public and the private sector in South Africa right now.